Dasha Mays and Miss Arleanne Scott, and our guest, Francisca Ortega. Say it. it. Francisca Ortega. (laughs) And Francisca is the owner of Royal Fitness, which is where we're housed. Mm -hmm. That is where we record this podcast and where both Dasha and I work out of. Dasha as a personal trainer and other um, things as far as wellness, and myself as a physical therapist. The doctor of the house. The doctor. <laughs> Are you ready, doctor. Arlene? Are we recording? I am, I am oh, yeah. ready. <laughs> you go first. You just say the first one. So <laughs> um, I want to mention this for those who may have noticed this or may have questions. Our name changed already in episode and We were the New Mexico Wellness Experience, and now we are Empowered Wellness, mm-hmm. if you're wondering. Yes, we changed it up. So if we make logos, it would look cool. Yes, yeah. that's basically why. Yeah, <laughs> the powerful art of promotion. <laughs> so, all right, all right. Let's jump into it, Francisca. I will ask the first question. So, tell us a little bit about how you ended up where you are today, as far as in the wellness realm and owning Royal Fitness. Okay. Well, I was always a fairly. I've always been a fairly active person, but not in the gym way, I suppose. And I did, I had a friend uh, who recommended a trainer. She went to a trainer who was a friend of hers. And I started doing that. And I really liked it. And I responded well to it. And the gym moved a little bit. And it's in proximity. uh, All of this is in proximity to my home in the North Valley. So I enjoyed that. And I sensed a need location-wise for that sort of thing. And because I wasn't hyper-focused on any one sort of what's your favorite exercise, it's that or the other. I was interested in that. This is a squeaky chair. And um, (laughs) it's just one of those things where the opportunity presented itself. I sort of knew somebody who knew somebody who was a property management company. And this opened up. It's right, you know, near the area of town I live in. And it just seemed a great opportunity. And so I guess simply put, there's not much foundational background there. (laughs) I think I had a bit of imposter syndrome, if that's a thing that I'm definitely misusing on some level. So most people will likely understand it. But I did feel intimidated going into gyms. Um, People are good in there at what they do. And I didn't know, I mean, straight straight up, I didn't really know what to do. I took um, Pregnancy Plunge at Sports and Wellness. Probably shouldn't say that. Okay. um, Copyright stuff. (laughs) And um, anyhow, um, so I did that. And the really focused things were good for me. but going in and like doing a class, like kettlebells or something like that, I felt like you know the kid wearing your well, I don't want to make analogies now. I'll probably offend somebody, but I just felt like I I felt out of place, and I logically knew that I was not necessarily in terms of the other people there thinking that. But I think it's natural, and I thought, hey, I'll open a gym when this came up because I was surrounded by people, newer people that were in that field. That was really cool. That's why. That's Partly. Awesome. <laughs> so. That's awesome. No, that's yeah. awesome. Um, and with that, what makes Royal Fitness different to other gyms, do you think? Uh, well, if you get philosophical about that, I won't. Um, 
Well, I think vocation is huge. Uh, the North Valley's a bit lacking in that, and we are technically yeah. in Los Ranchos, but mm-hmm. uh, but it, right at a main impasse there. Uh, you've got Fourth and Osuna, fairly close freeway access. Um, I don't know what to say because I, I don't say it to the exclusion of other gyms. I can tell you what we have, perhaps not what other people don't have. Right. But uh, the people that are in here are very you know, wide spectrum of people. I've never noticed overt, ongoing discourtesy of any sort. People are just nice, you know? <laughs> and it's, it's a huge range of people. And I think that we grow with each other in this place. So if people see a need for a class, we talk about it. There's mm-hmm. not a form to fill out really at Royal Fitness about suggestions. So I think that's probably it. And we're always growing with input from members. Mm -hmm. I like that about this gym, and that's why I was attracted to it, too, was that reason. It was just so open to everybody. Um, There wasn't one narrow path to things. Like, I don't know, even as a personal trainer experiencing all these different gyms, it just felt like there was such a disconnect. And it was interesting because as soon as Arlene invited me here, it felt different than that, and it just felt more open and more like family oriented or just maybe closer that's not to be uh mistaken for wild children running about and stealing your things (laughs) right (laughs) no Um, or free daycare (laughs) what did you just say i you know to be honest with you i guess the simplest way to say it is i've met the coolest people just being here and people come in and it's like you never know i i know i've met made friends with this man and his wife paz and logan is his wife and they own a, a a gallery named Tortuga, and they do great stuff, and we're always talking about that. And then it's get back to our workouts, self-imposed, because there's always somebody interesting in here to just run stuff by. Definitely. And you know, like you are, Leanne, with my neighbor Paul. Mm-hmm. I won't say his last name or his bank account <laughs> and routing number, but he's 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 wonderful. And he came over here to go to one of your seminars, and then next thing you know, isn't he your? I don't know. He's your client now. He is. He's, yeah, your, he's, he's your case. He's awesome <laughs> to work with. Yeah. Yeah, and I see that, and I can't tell you, I, c- I don't know what it's called, but I know that it is really, I know I'm smiling talking about it, so that's yes, great. and I think that it's speaks fine. volumes, and I can definitely echo what both of y'all have mentioned about the gym, that it's very much a family feel, and I, I speaking for myself, definitely feel like this is a home away from home, second family, Yeah. so and oh, I agree. Definitely. That's a rude radio trick, or a tune, iPod Wait, podcast trick. <laughs> Put me on the spot with something nice. <laughs> no, and you know when I said not little crazy kids running around? There are kids here now and then. There you know, Ezekiel, you know, yeah. R- Rick's little superstar. He beat me in soccer. He's four. That's an ego blow, but one I will gladly take. So, yeah. And you guys, you know, your willingness to come in here and do stuff. So, yeah, it's been fun. Definitely fun. Yeah. Podcasts. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, I wonder if they could see us. If they could do like, well, no, that's something else. Okay. Um. But let's see. I'm reading upside <laughs> down now. I want to answer one of these. Yeah. So you mentioned that um, we're located in Los Ranchos, and that's part of why you decided to pursue th- pursue this is knowing just the lack of resources in the area. Um. So on that note, why did you decide to stay in the Albuquerque area? I know we're technically in Los Ranchos to Albuquerque, but why did you decide to stay here in the community and serve locally versus move elsewhere and do so? Do you mean out of town or state? Mm-hmm. Out of town, exactly. Um. Well, I mean, a bit of that's personal. My my father's side of the family is from here, and so I came out here for school, and then subsequently I've stayed here, and I have children here, and. I watched them the same, I guess it's the same thing. There is no, I suppose, greater personal way to bring your children to the gym than to open the gym <laughs> yourself. <laughs> that wasn't the plan. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's just, 
it's wonderful. And I can't say it was specifically, I'm going to go open a gym. It sort of naturally evolved. And maybe that's why we feel the things we feel here, because it was just hard on everybody's part that went into it. Mm-hmm. But it really is wonderful to have, um, you guys say family, and maybe maybe that also could be said. Um, it's almost a neighborhood place. Right? Mm-hmm. It really is. And you, I, I used to love the, uh, the model of people in different um, countries or communities where everything is right within a walking distance radius. You have mm-hmm. your... You know, if you're a church-going person, it, it, the church is there. You have your market. You have your mechanic. You have your baker. You have, you know, whatever it may be, and everybody's there. And I always, always gravitated towards that, and I always wanted to recreate it in my own living. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, a classmate of mine um, had noticed that in an abroad program in Mexico, in Guanajuato. And um, I realized the other day that that's exactly what I've done because my son goes to school right there, and the Walgreens is there. Not that I don't live at the Walgreens, but there's, you know, there's everything is within a, within a mile and a half of my, of my home actually. And so, I really felt that um, need myself living here. And then I was had a heightened interest in working out. And then this opened up, and then I thought, you know, sometimes Occam's razor. So mm-hmm. I, I pulled the trigger on that. And following that, pulling the trigger. Um, what was the pivoting point? One of your main pivoting points or adversities that you faced along the way? <laughs> um, <laughs> I want everybody who knows me and the four of you that listen to this, um, you know who you are. Um, anyhow, I'm just kidding. Um, obviously, I'm on edit right now. So I would say the main thing is COVID, obviously. So to yeah. those of you out there, Um, I signed my lease, and the building itself was being redone by the landlord. Um, My landlord is a company called Peterson Properties. And anyhow, they had to redo the building because it was a big lots before. And so there was a lot of rebuild out before I signed the certificate of occupancy. And once I signed that, I had my own stuff to do. Um, So there is the... and then what I did, what they did for the building itself, and then what I've done. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of time where I was commenced in rent, and I was doing my own thing. And then I went on vacation, and I got word there, you might want to, just on the travel issues, you might want to get back to the country. Something's happening. And then I did, and then I believe it was, I was started to do the things, and it shut down the next mm-hmm. week. So for, I'd say almost two years, uh, yeah, two years, I've been in here paying rent, but I've had no, I wasn't allowed by law to open, and I had to pay rent the whole time. So that was a big, that was a really big, um, what, what were you call, using for those things? Obstruction, hurdle? <laughs> Adversity. <laughs> that, that was dangerously close to being a non-permeable hurdle. Um, but uh, no, and then, and then you do what we all are designed to do. You adapt and you decide what you're going to do. And, and you know what got me through that? Everybody here. I'm not saying I have you know, big, huge numbers or anything, but when you have personalities and hearts like we have in here, you don't really need that many, which should not dissuade you from coming here. Yeah, don't, <laughs> so don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> we can have a free day pass, and we'll show you examples of what we're talking about and free th- uh, thriller dance lessons from John. Right? Yeah, it's fun over here. So That's one of the many things this gym offers. <laughs> yeah. Jono doesn't know that. <laughs> Hi, Jono. <laughs> I accidentally skipped four, so you're going to have okay. to do four. <laughs> <laughs> Not four. No, I think that's, that's huge that you, I mean, I, I feel like if you can open a business during a pandemic and make it through, not just that, but especially a gym, then you're essentially invincible. So well, that's admirable. Sitting on that two years in a pandemic is... Oh, but all that time to myself sitting here was very cathartic. No, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, I love that you've said that, but... 
just to be not humble, it's, I suppose, natural. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but it really helps when you don't have a choice. <laughs> like, what was I going to do? Oh, I w it was offered to me in the contract. I, I can pay out all my rent. Um, I have four months left. And I can leave early. So I'm, uh, that's a I could have just paid and walked away the whole day. But I thought, if I'm paying, I'll stay here. No, I, of course, wanted it to work. And I thought, so you just try to pay as much attention as you can and learn from it, especially because when you just look at it that way, yeah, it sounds really awful. <laughs> so don't draw any pictures of that for me. You don't have a choice, and that's, like, literally the only choice that you have. Yeah. There's no other option. And, and then and then and then you've also done this. You've eliminated that voice in your head. Don't try this. It's far more expensive than it needs be. Where you own a gym and you try to have an excuse not to work out. It doesn't work <laughs> like, oh well there's nobody here. Well, you don't need anybody here for that. So right. it, it really puts you in a place of bold honesty about how you are with your workout habits. <laughs> so very true. Yeah. <laughs> no excuses. I really like this turn it's taking. Let's talk about personal accountability now. Dasha, how do you feel you are on that? On <laughs> personal accountability? Well, <laughs> no. Um, I guess that's, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue going with questions. Okay. <laughs> um, you were just sitting to my right. There was yeah. nothing more to it than that. That's it. So with the whole accountability thing, I'm glad that you said that because we're going on to the next question. And that one is, how do you practice healthy habits? Do you feel like the community in itself helps you to be accountable um, and reliable with the providing like healthier habits to you? I yeah, I think my main, my personally main um, obstacle to that is availing myself of it because I do have that fear that I'm, you wouldn't know it to know my personality, but on a professional level, I don't like to bother people with like, if I know that you guys, if I say, hey, am I doing this right? It's essentially like, Hey, can you come over here and change the oil in my car for free? Because that's fun for you. But you guys are, it's you guys. That's how I stay accountable. And I want to clarify that if I can. That's not because these two, ch you know, chase me around with a workout chart. But for example, and I get to put Arlie in on the spot. I don't know why I'm looking for this piece of paper. <laughs> so these are my viewers. You see, I'm like, okay, so number five question to answer that for you. Um, I asked Arlie in the other day, um, because I was thinking of an exercise. Actually, it's what I showed you today, Dasha. Oh, I, are we allowed to talk for free? Sure. Or yeah, not yeah. for free, freely. Yes. For free. Fun. Is this free? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it just all. keeps getting better. Are there, <laughs> are there snacks? Where are the right? snacks? I was actually <laughs> just <trying to> <laughs> you, snacks. you and your fancy cup. Yeah. Um, I asked you about that cup once. You thought I was assuming a lot about your personal life. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, we won't get into that. How am I held accountable? I asked Arlene the other day because that thing I showed you today where I was trying to do the upside down scissory things and um, yeah. but uh, you were helping me with the scissor exercises so so anyhow um, so I asked Arlene the other day because I wanted to know if I could keep doing that for example I really enjoy doing this therefore it must be hurting me just like that whole remember when people my father's age he's about to be 80 anyhow um, <laughs> and, and so uh, he uh, his friend got really upset when they came out with the whole margarine versus butter thing. Okay. So now I'm I'm in that whole thing with this. I really like this exercise, so it surely must be killing me. So then I feel like I'm getting away with something, and then I think I should just ask if it's good for me. So I asked you, and you said whatever. It you're doing it well, whatever that is. <laughs> so basically, but Arlene answered in the following way a couple weeks ago. I said, hey, is this a good exercise? And she turned around and looked at me, as she often does, because she, she's always paying attention. And she said you know the best exercise for you to do? And I said, what? 
was like, she already knows. This is awesome. <laughs> and uh, she said, the, the one that you'll do. So it's like, oh, <laughs> she's, she's getting Yoda up in here. Yeah. 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 There is no best exercise. Only do the exercise, Ferranti. Yeah. So, and, and it helps that she's right there. So you can't be like, oh, yeah, I'm completely doing that right now. <laughs> so, but I'm not a person who, who fakes about working out. I'm either doing it or I'm not. I find that what really helps for me, actually, and I didn't know this, opening a gym <laughs> is group, group exercise works to bolster what I'm doing on my own. Mm-hmm. I've learned n- here and now, um, all, well, throughout this, that that's a real, for me personally, that's a real key. That's where I'm accountable. And it's fun. Like, those mm-hmm. dance classes are fun. I'm sorry. I look like a grand mal seizure victim, but I do it good. <laughs> it burns calories. And, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that's my, I think, and so in a way, yeah, account, they, everybody's so nice, you know, you just kind of want to be there and do stuff so the atmosphere the atmosphere that kind of helps with that the yelling hasn't started in on me yet so (laughs) (laughs) So that's good Uh, i think you bring up a good point francisca that the social aspect is huge too it's not just about what you do physically it's also about accountability and part of that is the social aspect and especially coming out of the pandemic or hopefully what's now coming out of the pandemic it I, i personally never realized how important it was to socialize but i mean that's vital all aspects of health in my opinion yes um, and maybe riddle me this here and I, I think I misused that phrase but I'm curious as you bring that up do you think we didn't notice it so much because we had when you think about it I mean I know there are caveats to everything but it, we essentially had free access to socialization before all of this <laughs> like, and I think that in, maybe we were placated to me you know when you get the snow week off we had a snow week a couple when my daughter was born she's 10 now the 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 town was shut down, at least government, for like a week, and, and they didn't know how to get back up on top of it. And the first, no, it might have been two, but the first, at first you're like, this is great. You're getting away with something. The second day, oh, my gosh. The first mm-hmm. week, oh. Second week, I'm going crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I just, yeah. And so I think that's what it was for us socially. You know, it's quality time with everybody. Yep. It's forced quality time is great. And then, and then, oh, wait, can you go to the grocery store? Oh, wait, and then, wait, there are people, are we allowed to talk to each other? Right, <laughs> so yeah, it's been a huge, like you yeah. were saying, like, such a huge disconnect in, like, even being friendly with somebody mm-hmm. because we have this fear of, like, if we even look at them, even with a mask on, we look at them and we're like, I don't know if I even, I don't know who you are, like, you're such a stranger to me because, you know, we do look at everybody's face to see if they're even smiling or not, and that's, like, indication of being welcomed, and when you don't have that, then you just get like even more guarded. And I feel like throughout the whole, you know, two years plus now, I feel like there's still so many people who are on edge with that. And we don't like with even socializing and like, you know, Zoom classes and, you know, Zoom fitness stuff and Zoom therapy and all that, even though it's still there. God, when you said that, I'm totally interrupting. I thought you were talking about Zumba. I'm like, does she do Zumba? (laughs) And I think that would have been normal, right? That's why I interrupt. I'm like, oh, my God. And then I'm like, she's talking a lot about Zumba over there. Wow. And and then I realized you're talking about Zoom, Zoom. that thing that rules our lives now. Yeah, I was back on that. Remember when life was normal and you were talking about Zoom? Bah. Zoom. Zoom. Roger, done with that sentence. <laughs> just zoom. That's <laughs> terrible. I didn't even think about that with the eyes. You can tell when eyes are smiling, mm-hmm. but you can't tell the rest of them so much, can you? Mm-hmm. Because this, look at, I'm going to look at you. That's, that could be I'm concentrating or 
what's up with that chick? Right. Yeah. Oh, or like concentrating on like trying to find an item in the grocery store, but you know, you don't. You're not necessarily smiling, and even if you do, you're not going to smile like this to where they can see you do that. So sometimes it's a little guarded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Do you think that are we in like? I didn't even think about that. That you you can get some of that here. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's huge. I mean, especially now that we've been through a period of masks, no masks, masks. It makes it really challenging, I think, to pick up those social cues. And when you do have the opportunity to see someone full face, as silly as that sounds, mm-hmm. I think it's it's so warming to see that. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, too, that you guys brought this up. I really like this. You've got to monitor time. Um, but I got to know all of you during this. The only reason, mm-hmm. I don't know if you, whoever's listening to this, I didn't know Dasha and Arlene before the gym and COVID. So... I've seen them without their faces. <laughs> I've seen them with their faces. <laughs> I've seen them with accelerated heart rates. I've seen them with normal heart rates. I don't know. But uh, we really got to know each other all in a really weird time. Mm-hmm. And I want, that's really fantastic when you think about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. I guess maybe I should add that as your layperson, non-professional fitness person, that I didn't realize how much of that is it fundamentally intertwined with wellness. I mean, yeah. I knew that, I suppose. It's different to actively connect something rather than realize, oh, that makes sense. And I think, too, because right. it's not readily available like it used to be, or like you're saying that everybody was just so used to, like, socializing and being together, but kind of being together until everything was shut down of and course. all we had for any kind of information were screens, essentially. Mm-hmm. And to be able to, like, step away from that and to actually have connection and eye-to-eye contact and just even being here with a table talking about this kind of stuff is so much more empowering than seeing somebody on another screen Mm -hmm. even if it's a therapist and you're trying to work through stuff or whatever there's no connection there and no matter how you try to fake it like energy doesn't last you know everybody has their own way of of being themselves and it all matters so like it's all like an ingredient that's re- can I ask you guys a question? Yes. You're yeah. the professional. They're not do. charging me for this. So I'm, <laughs> I'm hitting away for you guys. Okay. I, so we, maybe you can call in next time. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. But so you guys are professionals and you're fitness professionals, wellness professionals, and all, all of these things. So I think for me, your average person in the gym, um, I'll just speak for myself. You're going to teach me how to do something safely. I can talk to you about my food intake and probably share things. That what I've realized talking to you guys, and this is very new for me, so it really is. I had absolutely no experience in owning a gym or having anything other than a partial membership to one, so <laughs> it's a bit strange. But uh, if your client is – can you? I guess simply put, can you tell if your client's depressed? Like, how do you, because I know there's this whole, you're not allowed, you have boundaries, and mm-hmm. every professional has boundaries, and I know I have a profession that has boundaries, and and most of the really important stuff exists right around those boundaries, mm-hmm. and that's the art. So how do you guys, like, what if I'm a person who has a personal <coughs> trainer? I'm giving you a hypothetical, and maybe I'm depressed, maybe I have I have you guys to talk to. It, are, are you allowed to, res- what if I say, you know what, I might, I think something's going on, are you guys like, well, you should call your therapist? Or, yes. or just, do you have more, are we allowed to talk to you that way? Yes. <laughs> so I actually encourage my patients to share that if they're comfortable sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say in, 
it's fairly easy for me to pick up on that because so much of depression is tied and can manifest itself physically mm-hmm. when it comes to injuries and not just that but whole lifestyle and so with my patients I value taking a holistic approach not just focusing on their diagnosis so for example shoulder pain I ask them about a lot more than just their shoulder pain and so with that thorough evaluation I'm able to pick up on things that would steer me toward maybe I should ask more questions and and see if a lot of what's going on is influenced by what's called biopsychosocial issues part of that being depression so that's that's huge and something that I I love doing or love that I get to be able to do with my patients because of the setting I work and I have the time to be able to deep dive uh, dive deep <laughs> into things like that. No, I think that that's sometimes are see, missed. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not trying to be pushy. I suppose it. I think it's really good for certain personalities. Uh, believe it or not, my own included, uh, you, you can be very outgoing and still not want to bother people on a certain level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's great for people to know that because sometimes somebody's yourself or you're screaming from inside that you mm-hmm. don't want to bug somebody, you know. Or, and you're and we're also we're taught really we're taught to be so regimented about mm-hmm. compartmentalizing things and then go to that professional. It's almost like code. It's like Legos, you know. That mm-hmm. fits. Go to that thing. Plug yeah. that in. Leave it out. And it, leave it by the door or whatever, yeah, like you know, when you walk in. Kind yeah, and it's fascinating to me. I'm reading a book right now that's not it's not about physical fitness. It has nothing to do well, it every it's it's all it, it it's all connected to me. And this yeah. person was was fascinated by the fact that human beings we are really taught and, and you can attribute it to culture, civil whatever whatever it may be, it we we fun, we're taught fundamentally to think of the body and the mind as two separate entities that somehow communicate with each other now and then and I think that's just so wild that people would think that that doesn't make any sense to me (laughs) it's all connected you're all kind of there in the same little pod you know (laughs) it's not so I think it is it's really good to break those boundaries down I know they Mm -hmm. exist um and and I get it it maintains some social grace or this and that but come on that doesn't help your shoulder yeah yeah and it's not I mean of course as a physical therapist I still practice within my scope of practice but there's a lot of psychology again, depression being part of that, that goes into recovery. And if I feel like a patient um, needs further help, then of course it's my job to direct them to that. But that definitely is something that I address as as a clinician. What about you, Dasha? I've definitely noticed that, honestly. Um, I like to kind of intertwine a lot of, I mean, just holding space for that person, letting them vent however they Mm -hmm. need to, not necessarily prying on questions, like, you know, because that's not my scope of practice, but I have always been um, very into your body is a map of your mind and vice versa. And if something is hurting in a certain area, that's obviously hurting in your brain. Um, and so to kind of look at that and just let them let them do what they need to do. Um, I'm here to let their bodies move. And when I did become a yoga instructor and I was heavily practicing almost every day, I remember just moving my body and there would be multiple times where I would be crying on the mat because I I was just lost, really. Um, And my body was tight in certain areas or didn't want to activate in certain areas either. And I feel like that was huge for it. Um, Yeah, so it's just a, a whole like rewiring system. And usually what's really cool is like I can always kind of tell that they're either, you know, sad, discouraged, or happy, and, like, confident by their eyes. Mm -hmm. 
and that's okay. so cool to see that. Um, and that's, I mean, yeah, I'm no doctor, I'm no therapist, I don't know anything like that. I just know that from my experience with working with people, I even tell them in the very beginning, it's going to take a little bit of time for me to get to know you and your body and how it works. Um, As it should be in any relationship, I would think, professionally, you know, I mean, you, yeah. you don't, you don't want to exist as a piece of paper. Right, yeah. exactly. It's more of a connection. It's more like I'm here to listen to everything that you need to vent um, anything. And if you want suggestions, I'm here for that too, you know. And obviously if it's deeper, you know, going into my own scope of practice and giving them a referral or whatever whatever we need to do on that. But, yeah, definitely going through a little bit. I'm so glad you guys said that because the, the person – it's also if it's physical exercise medical so many of us get lost in that precise moment where let's say I, I go to you and well you're not I mean I know it would be different but you go to a person that if it were you but you go to a person and then you say you're working on this and the workout and you're thinking man if I could just say that you know I'm kind of going through this maybe an exercise if I'm just a, and then we edit ourselves because we don't want to cross the line. We don't mm-hmm. want to impose. But you know, and, and what you said is so critical for for all of us because we think, well, I don't want to cause them to be uncomfortable if it's outside the realm. And you pick it mm-hmm. up beautifully. You said, "I'll get you to where I think you need to be." Which does that mean? Names of people you work with that you trust, or yes, not just go off into that system and right. that dark night. No, but let's yeah. That's actually part of why I really value networking with the local community, and that's mm-hmm. part of the purpose of this podcast is to be able to connect with other great wellness, health and wellness resources. Mm-hmm. And if I don't feel comfortable, if I haven't vetted someone myself, then I, I won't recommend them. So I do my due, dil- due diligence to make sure that if I'm referring someone, I'm referring them to someone who I genuinely trust and feel like can help them. Mm-hmm. See, so. that right there is invaluable in any subject matter that I can think of right now for people. Like that just, ma- that is so wonderful. And this can be complicated stuff. So that makes it so much safer. You know what you're saying? It just feels safe. And I, you, you talk about your client's eyes. I, I know I've seen people in here, you know, they come in and, every, and we're all kind of looking down. And then the third time it's the jokes. Who's making mm-hmm. the joke first? And mm-hmm. that might be okay, great. They can make jokes. But you know, to be in the headspace to make a joke when you're feeling vulnerable physically, other people might be looking. I know there are mm-hmm. banes of my existence. Their name's mirrors. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, I put them up. I had them put up myself. I, I'm masochist, I guess, whichever <laughs> one of those. But uh, that says everything. Doesn't that say a safe space to you? Mm-hmm. I mean, for your, for your client? I think, yeah, I think the essential goal, you know, yeah. is to, because working out is a sense of vulnerability. You know, mm-hmm. when you're, like, sweating and you're doing stuff that you're very uncomfortable doing, not only that, but you have you know, the probably 100% chance that you're going to fail at it and maybe multiple times. And you just, you pick yourself up and you keep going and that's a very, like, vulnerable space to be in of just the space of, like, fearing that you won't get back up or, like, working with your brain and battling with your brain to be like, no, like, I'm going to do this and, you know, she has my back and she's she's there watching me and if she believes in me, then I can believe in me. I yeah, it's not like, oh my God, I can't believe that I wore this shirt or oh my God, I'm gonna, I'm sweating or, you know, it's just drop, drop the self-consciousness. Yeah, if it were that easy, but don't you, the surroundings can make that easier or worse. Oh, I, huge. Yeah. So, but it makes me, it doesn't, I'm like, it makes me feel wonderful that you cried on your mat, Dasha. No, yeah. that's, <laughs> but what it, no, what it, no, but under, being serious, what it makes me feel like is sometimes I'll, I'll take an exercise that I learned and I've taken your classes and I'll, I'll do it at home. And I've had things happen where 
I'm doing something at home and I get emotional and I'm not in pain doing mm -hmm. a pose or whatever the exercise is, I'm like, great, my arm is right there. Mm -hmm. um, everything's fine. And I'm laughing or I'm crying. It, the new one is I can do both at the same time. That's I think that comes with the fact that I'm getting in shape. I can laugh and cry at the same time. <laughs> and yeah, wa yeah, that Joaquin Phoenix never would have gotten that role for Joker. Dude. It's freaky. But anyhow, hearing that it can't, and that's because the mind is tied to the body. You know, see, not all of us understand that. So you're like, this is some crazy, this should be called crazy pose. But, <laughs> but yeah. what, so can you tell me this, guys? Why do I feel better after that? That's what we don't understand. <laughs> like it's like a type of, you know, well, it's obviously it's probably your nervous system, but it's just that energy buildup. Just like a steaming pot or like a pressure cooker, right? Like if you release it a little bit, then it gives you enough. And if you release it for a while while you're moving and working through, I feel like it gives you the chance to let it out. It gives you the chance to let your steam out for a while and you know, you feel better after that. And sometimes you can even feel exhausting. There are times where I'm, you know, even in, you know, on underneath the barbell, I'm, I'm like doing my squats and stuff and I start crying because I can't, like I've done it before. Why can't I do it now? You know, and you get frustrated and then you, and then it's exhausting. Emotions that come up too can be very exhausting and you could just be done for the rest of the day, you know, but I think it's like a steam thing. What do you think? I think there are a couple things that go into that. From a physiological aspect, your body, your brain produces feel-good hormones when you move, when you exercise. That's part of it. And then I think exactly what you said, Dasha. I mean, you're, it's not just movement as movement, but movement is um, can be a mindful and meditative practice. And so using that as kind of therapy in itself or making it a cathartic experience, I think a, a lot of things go into how movement affects us in, in our emotions. Mm. It's, it's freaky at first, but then, no, it's pretty honest. It's just pretty honest. <laughs> it finds you where it finds you. Yeah. But I think that's great. But all that to say, I definitely, that's again, that's part of what I love about your gym, Francisca, is that it fosters such a community family feel where we can be vulnerable and move and look ridiculous when we're moving hey they, we should get a, we should be on a good th we also look that thriller thing is promising i but agree <laughs> i saw it with my own two eyes the other day it, it looks no but the, oh let's tell can i tell you a story because i've seen you work out in here i don't sure. know if you want that out she works out here and <laughs> sure but uh the other day there was a member in here and she, uh she was she had told me months before that um her she, she had this fun um thing going with her boyfriend where if she could do do a full pull-up no assistance all that just straight up pull-up and they had these plans we're gonna go to a nice dude she's like okay and she stuck with it and I swear I was here the day that she did it and I'm not gonna say names here I really won't but she's just the nicest sweetest person and she did it and I was just like are you serious like Aww, <laughs> and yeah. she was like and I kind of, and she was just, and we know her, so it's not like we, we have some like attack mode if you, when you do your first pull. There's confetti. You have won. You have won. You've won babysitting privileges for three hours. Um, but uh, but just that moment for her was so huge. And you talk about energy and letting it. It got. I caught it. Mm -hmm. I caught it. I was just like, I had a rush. And she was like almost. She was almost happy crying. Oh, I was like, you're gonna do it. <laughs> and so that right there. Because when you ask about hurdles, I know I'm going back in time. We can do that here too, um, <laughs> but uh, but 
that makes whatever the hurdles are. I know it's cheesy, mm-hmm. but it's real. I mean, yeah. I felt the thing yeah. quite a bit, and mm-hmm. everybody was happy. So, and so thank you to you guys. For that. Yeah, thank you for heck yeah for setting the foundation for all that with Portable Fitness. Absolutely. So. With that being said, Francisco, where do you see Royal Fitness in five years? (laughs) 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 And is that, that's all the time we have today. No. (laughs) Well, um, actually, to be honest with you, what I'm working on developing here is I've turned this into a bit of a collaborative, um, almost a, I would say nonprofit for brevity purposes, but everything that we see in profit here um, basically gets fed right back into it for betterment. So... In five years, no matter what building it's in, I want it to be an entity that continues to foster education knowledge. I mean, this right here, this basic stuff that hits your mind is, oh, oh it's different when, it, when you internalize it. And I just want it to be a place where everybody feels the same way mm-hmm. that it did. And, and I think we'll come to learn that's not, that's not specific to a building. Of sure. course, the, 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 the building itself, I mean, it holds memories and this and that, but so do people. So um, in five years, hopefully right here in the North Valley, um, doing exactly what we do and I think we do have a good foundation we deserve a really mm-hmm. good year so and hopefully doing a lot more things that either don't exist yet or that we haven't incorporated yet or both so <laughs> so yeah that's where I see us yeah, the future's bright for sure I feel that where do you see yourself Arlene in five years well, if we listen to episode one of this podcast, I talk all about it. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I don't know the etiquette of calling out your own guests. Call them out. I went, I went into this podcast saying, how do I listen to it? And she said on the, because I thought that it's, what it, how do you listen to this on the I, Apple Music? Podcast yes. platforms, yes. Spotify, oh. Apple, Anchor. What's Anchor? I'm not sure. <laughs> You I, should pr- I don't think you should promote things that you're not sure of. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. This is not the Dr. Oz show. <laughs> this is not the Dr. Oz show. We won't be promoting. And so we're kind of wrapping up a little bit. Um, <laughs> how can folks learn more about you or how do they contact Royal Fitness? Where do they find us? Uh, they can find us at www.royalfitness.nm. Now, for the listeners out there that is not to be confused with royal fitness dot royal fitness abq dot com that's a fun place for you to go if you want to learn latin or really rude acronyms for reviews that is not my doing <laughs> but i'll keep you posted on the on the outcome of that but go to the nm royal fitness nm.com and you'll see pictures of everybody my picture is coming my picture will exist as in video form and it will have music. Nice. And you know what? Let's start. I'll start posting my progress of that. I just did that. Okay. I've just thrown my ego to the wind. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was huge. If you're downwind, I can't apologize now. Um, but uh, yeah, so just check that out. And then we're going to have some specials. Oh, and since we're on the radio, I am going to say we take Press Plus. We take Silver Sneakers. Woo! And that being said, my learning process is this. Why was it so difficult, you ask? Yes, you are. Don't deny it. It's not good for you. Um, it's some umbrella thing called, uh, I want to say Tivita, Tivita, Tivita. Let's call it Tivita. Tivita. <laughs> Health. It's the main umbrella that controls all the smaller umbrellas. So the big ones here for New Mexico, Press, Silver Sneakers, Press Plus, how are you? But there are also other ones I'm learning. So if you're a federal employment, tell me what you got. Tell me what kind of whatever's in your insurance that covers it. Tell me all about it, and uh, now I know who to call. So I love that. It's like a video game for me. So hop on there. Um, 
if there's not a way for you to send an email or a question, you can always call. So call the number at the gym or um, email Royal Fitness. It should have the link to the email in there, and I'll, I can start responding to those personally. So go ahead. You can also look us up on uh, Instagram, the infamous Instagram, as well as Facebook. I believe it's called Royal Fitness. Um, on both of those, um, it's an awesome logo of a crown that's flexing in purple. Yes. <laughs> My daughter thinks that basically I'm an ambassador for the octopus car wash. <laughs> and um, for now, we can keep it that way. Because some, somehow that will turn out to benefit me in the future. And if it's damaging, it's already done and I love it. So, okay. <laughs> it does look like that. <laughs> Well, it was great to have you, Miss Fran. It was yes. beautiful. It was great. Thank, Thank you. you very much, yeah. Francisco. All right. Have a yeah. good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah.